This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Hey, Final Ghouls! Welcome back to the Scream Teens. I'm Gory Corey. And I'm Lena in the Looking Glass. We're so excited for today's mini episode because we are discussing one of my all-time favorite movies, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. The most like iconic movie you could ever think of. And if someone tries to tell me otherwise, I will drop kick you. <laughs> yes, because this is probably the most important movie that Gen Z has. I think um, this movie had such an impact on all of us and. A lot of adults like to tell us that it's bad, but it is a beautiful movie that was wonderfully directed. It, it's incredible. Everything about it is incredible, and anyone that doesn't like it needs to leave, because you just don't like fun. To be honest, like the only people who've told me that this movie was, air quotes, bad, was people <laughs> who are so entitled to themselves and think that they knew everything about cinema, and they're like, yeah. have you watched this one very niche movie? that's like really good and then if you mention like a very famous like mainstream movie like Sharkboy and Lava Girl or just like any famous movie they'll be like that that movie is actually so bad and it's been hyped and I don't know why like and it's like maybe you just don't understand art then maybe you don't understand cinema because this movie is everything yes <laughs> so please calm down <laughs> I like to think of this movie as being like the it movie for any young writers artists like any kind of young creatives because i saw myself so much in max in this movie i really related to him he has this little dream journal where he keeps all of his dreams and all of his like character creations and everything and i did the same thing as a kid i'm sure you did too lena yep <laughs> um probably mine wasn't as organized as his but um I, I always really felt very similar to Max, and this was the first movie that I ever like saw myself in a character like that. So it had a huge impact on me as a kid. I have to agree, that and Spy Kids were like yes. major movies. Same director. Uh, yeah. Well, obviously. <laughs> we love Robert Rodriguez, uh, absolute king. And his son, Rebel, actually inspired wrote this with him because he it was inspired by his novels, The Adventures of Sharkboy and Lava Girl. That's really cool. Yeah, and he was really young at the time, and this is what happens when you have kids actually get to work on content for kids. I mean, that's, I think, why it was so relatable and spoke to so many of us. Yeah, it makes me makes it so much more, like, understandable for kids. And, like, as you've said, Corey, like, a lot of people saw themselves in Max, and mm -hmm. I also had my own dream journal. And <laughs> honestly, like, this movie made me proud to be like the way I was because me too like in real life you it's easy sometimes and like everyone around you is like you're weird what a weirdo stop talking to me about five net of Freddy's lore Lena <laughs> not talking from experience absolutely no, not, not. Um, <laughs> and then I see like Shrugboy and Lava Girl and Max being so enthusiastic about his dreams and original characters yeah. and all that and I'm just like this is cool this exactly. is cool, and I'm proud to be, like, Max. Like, Yeah, it really was, like, the first time that I saw, like, a total nerd on TV be cool and 
not be scared of like anyone bullying him, not be scared of any backlash and just be really confident in himself. And that has definitely made me the person who I am today, just from having that reassurance that like, you don't have to be scared for your dreams and the things you like. Also like another way that it kind of resonated with me as a child is that this movie for some reason reminded me of like Brazilian, like, movies you'd find like kids really? movies you'd find on tv yeah like it's they're like obviously really low budget and they're usually <laughs> like knockoff of like movies but it made me think of it so much and it i i just felt like it was like because of that it, it felt really personal to me yeah and that's like i feel like everyone with this movie like every kid could relate it to their personal like Definitely. experience um in their own way and that's what i love about it for me it was like brazilian movies <laughs> for some reason that's like awesome yeah it's it's really cool and i don't know like little me was just like oh my god it's just like those brazilian <laughs> movies i see on tv that's oh my god so it must have really felt like it was like made for you i know like this is why I was just obsessed with it. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. This is so... <laughs> and, like, when I watched it again, like, a few years... I watched it, like, not long ago, and... Honestly, like, it felt... It felt so weird to watch it again. Yeah. Like, uh, for example, like, watching it as, like, you know, an adult now. <laughs> oh my god. That's mm. weird to say. That's weird, yeah. Um, It's, like... You notice, like, stuff that you wouldn't necessarily notice as a kid. Like, for example, the tone of the movie kind of is, like, off the top. It's, like, super eccentric. Definitely. And uh, even the acting is quite eccentric and all yeah. that. Well, it feels very much like it's from a kid's mind. Yeah. And, like, as a, as an adult watching that, you're just <laughs> like, that's strange. As a kid, it was, like, super normal. As a kid, it made complete sense. It made more sense than, like, normal movies. It's so strange. Like, honestly, like, you have, like, a completely different perspective on this yeah. movie, depending on your your age. And you don't necessarily have that with all movies. Obviously, you have, like, very, like, mind-twisting movies that you probably didn't understand as a child. But, mm -hmm. like, this movie is just, like, you have, you will have, like, a different experience. Totally. This one is more, like, you'll understand it more as a kid than you will necessarily mm -hmm. as an adult. And yeah. I, like, I have watched this movie so many times to a point where, like, I can like play it in my head without like having to watch it at this point i watch it at least twice a year but um i watched it uh, a couple months ago with my friends who had never seen it before and they hated it they were so confused as to what was happening and i was trying to explain to them things and i realized that like half of the movie is like stuff that i made up as a kid that i figured was like it makes more sense if it's in there, so I just considered it to be canon this whole time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I have I just made up so much extra, like, lore to be a part of this that, like, I, it made so much more sense in my head, and then trying to explain it to other people just, like, doesn't make any sense because none of it's in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like... I'm not gonna lie, but like I don't I don't really show it to like friends my age, but like usually when I babysit, if like the kids are bored and they're like, Oh, what movie should we watch? And I'm like, Shark Boy and Lava Girl <laughs> <laughs> It is like the ultimate I feel like that's the movie that like made me at least wanna be a writer. Like that's definitely the movie that made me wanna go into art. And I think it's so important for all kids to watch it. 
Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. On that, and I feel like everyone who has watched the movie has been like every kid has been able to just like relate it to to what they like their hobbies in a way. Because yeah. I mean, dreams are so cool and interesting, and as a child, you have like such a different like view yeah. on them, and like as a kid, like you could literally pretend. I don't know, to be like a dinosaur or something and not <laughs> care and you'll do it and you're having yeah. fun. And then like, as an adult, it's hard to do that. First of all, that will feel weird if you pretend to be a dinosaur. Like, <laughs> um, okay. But as a kid, who cares? Yeah. And they just go for it. So, you know? Yeah, you really use your imagination and this movie really tells you like, even as an adult, even when you grow up, you should still be using your imagination. And I think that's such an important lesson to teach us because i feel like we do lose a lot of our creativity as we get older because mm -hmm. it, it's a lot of times bullied out of us um so i love that the idea of this movie is sort of like don't worry about what anyone says be weird <laughs> just be weird yeah and definitely as you get like older you see people who are like oh you you want you you want to do film Hmm. yeah and like <laughs> any creative industry that requires you to like that is like usually personal or like things you know that that's pretty mm -hmm. free and not like oh you have to do this and this and this and this like people are like oh that's so childish like are you sure you'll be able to make a living off of it like yeah who are you to tell me like i feel like they put less value on like creative art oh they absolutely you tell people you're going to film school and it's like oh i'm so sorry <laughs> it's it's people like pity you for no reason it's it's really weird yeah or just like if like if you're going to like film school or things like that people like give it less value than if you would go to i don't know medicine school or yeah. something like that like sure maybe like medicine requires you to have more like remember things a lot and things like that but like film also has that like you have yeah. to be able to be like creative find ways to like make stuff make sense like you have to be able to socialize with like <laughs> your crew members which i don't know what i'm how, what i'm gonna do with this but like <laughs> we'll see yeah i think it's really create every kind of creative field is very looked down upon um especially but especially film and it's always about how are you going to make money with this? And it's like, well, can I just actually enjoy what I'm doing? Like, yeah. Obviously, I'd like to be able to make a living wage, but I like I want to be able to enjoy my life and I'm not passionate about medicine or law or whatever. And if other mm -hmm. people are, that's wonderful. But like, that's just not me. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, if I like become a cinematographer and then like make a minimum wage out of it just enough to like sustain myself i as long as i do what i like i don't care if i'm like paid yeah. tons of money or just like the necessary amount like as long as i can do what i want and i'm not like trapped into i don't know something i don't like mm -hmm. then yeah yeah <laughs> And that's, like, a privilege that not a lot of people have, but I think if you do, like, you have to take advantage of it, you know? You have to just go for your dreams if you can. And that's sort of what this movie says. It's just, like, do it. Go for it. If you want to go to Planet Drool, do it. you, you do out. that. Find a way. Yeah. And this movie is, like, 
This movie is sort of what got me into film because it was the first movie that I ever like analyzed. And I'm going to get into my theory here a little bit. Um, <laughs> so when I was like maybe eight or nine or ten, I guess, I had watched this movie a million times before. A million times. I was rewatching it as I did. And I was like, holy crap. Sharkboy and Lava Girl are Max's parents. I was like, they're a metaphor for his parents. And I've watched this movie 50,000 times and I haven't realized it. And there are things, movies can say things without saying them. Like, it, it was like this huge moment for me, this huge turning point where I was like, I can read between the lines and look at the subtext. Oh my God. And it, Whoa. Like, I went and like rewatched every movie after that because I was like, every all movies have this and it was crazy um yeah <laughs> so i'll get into my theory a little bit about why <laughs> shark boy and go Lola ahead i am so Day. i am so excited for this okay so when we watch this movie it's very clear that max's parents are getting a divorce they're fighting a lot they're telling each other to leave they don't it, it's not working out for them and in the beginning, Max's mom quite literally says they're not compatible. She says, "You are your your dad and I are not compatible." Which Lava Girl says in the end, she says, "Sharkboy and I aren't compatible. He's from the ocean. I'm from like the volcanoes, right?" And Max goes to Planet Drool. He dreams up these characters as a way to escape his life, to escape his parents' divorce, to escape getting bullied, all of that, right? So he uses Sharkboy and Lava Girl, I think, as a metaphor as to like what he wishes his parents were. Because while they're total opposites and they would like they literally like almost die trying to save each other, they're best friends. And Max's dad is like I think in Max's eyes sort of pathetic. Um he's not very masculine, whereas like Sharkboy is like hyper masculine and seems to be what I feel like Max would want his dad to be. And the same thing with Lava Girl. Like, Lava Girl is very nurturing. She's very strong, but she's very kind and supportive to Max, almost like a motherly figure. So I feel like if he were to make his ideal mother, Lava Girl would be very similar to that. Um, Max's dad, there it's, like, implied that he might have a bit of a temper because he, he tells Max that Tobar would never work. Tobar would never work. And um, Sharkboy also has, like, a really bad temper, but he apologizes to Max and stuff like that. And he's able to control and channel his anger into, like, good things. <laughs> um, and then this is getting into, like, a little bit more of, like, my conspiracy theory almost. But, like, <laughs> in the scene where um, Max's mom tells him that they're not compatible, she's wearing a pink shirt and his dad is wearing a blue shirt. And then the very end when they get back together, his mom is wearing a pink shirt over a blue shirt. Which is, like, interesting. Because, like, why would they do that? You know? And, but the scene, the scene that, like, really, where I, like, really realized it was the scene, um, there's this big tornado. And Max's mom gets swept away and Lava Girl brings her back. And then there's this other big tornado that sweeps away um, Max's dad. And Shark Boy brings them back. And Max's dad says, please don't leave me. You're my best friend. And she's like, I thought you wanted me to leave. He's like, you're my best friend. Which is exactly what Sharkboy and Lava Girl tell each other. And they save each other. Saying, they're my best friend. So I think that they are basically, like, metaphors for Max's parents. And it makes sense to me why this would be. Because Racer Rodriguez obviously wrote most of this movie. 
these were these were all his ideas and this happened this movie was released only three years before robert rodriguez divorced his wife so i feel like he might have been maybe even subconsciously like channeling some of that into this that is (laughs) like honestly it's a really really well constructed theory and like (laughs) thank you honestly you you got me there i i believe in your theory (laughs) i just think i think like that scene where they where they got the tornado split them up is really what told me because they literally have the exact same phrasing as shark boy and lava girl do if anyone knows anyone in the rodriguez family and would like to confirm this it would it would tell me that I'm not insane. <laughs> um, I have literally, like, I've been thinking about this theory for so long, and it has always messed with me, because I, it, it's very hard to explain to a lot of people, but I think that they are representing his parents. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Now, like, <laughs> now that I've got all this information you gave me, like, everything makes sense and clicks in okay, my head. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not losing it. (laughs) You are not. Like, you're making a lot of sense right now. (laughs) Yeah, so that was, like, that's literally the movie that made me think, movies can, like, say things. (laughs) Like, that was was the movie that made me want to be a filmmaker. So it's really special to me. Um, And and people, people make so much fun of it for being, like, cheesy and being, like, just a... 3d gimmick but i love that about it i think that makes it so much better because yeah. it clearly applies to kids like kids love that of course maybe it's not like your yearly masterpiece that was gonna win an <laughs> oscar oh my god it should have like, won an oscar it should have <laughs> yeah but like it's a kids movie can you like leave it alone I mean, please it does exactly what it needs to yeah. So I don't know what people really want more from it, but yeah, I would, I want to petition for this to be brought back to theaters because I never got to see it in 3D, Lena, I'm assuming mm-hmm. you didn't either. No, I didn't. All I want is to see it in 3D with those freaking shark glasses. <gasps> we will raise the funds. <laughs> I literally will donate everything I have. I need to see it in 3D and I've literally wanted those shark 3D goggles my entire life they sold they sold them with the dvd i believe like they had special 3d glasses that looked like the ones in the shark rocket and the lava ones as well so no way yeah no we need to bring it back yeah talking about bringing Sharboy and lava girl back do, have you oh. have you seen oh. <laughs> well let's talk i tried my hardest i really did because I love this movie so much, and it is everything to me. However, the fact that Shark Boy was not played by Taylor Lautner, I understand why. I know that Taylor Lautner didn't want to do it, and I respect that for him. He's a king, and that's fine. And this, I'm sure this other actor was wonderful, but I just can't do it. I Taylor Lautner is Shark Boy, and if he's not playing Shark Boy, then... It's just not going to be the same. And Max isn't in it. So what's the point? Max yeah. Is the, and Linus isn't in it. And neither is Mr. Electricidad. And they are some of the best characters in cinematic history. They okay? just yeet them out the window. And like, 
I've I've only watched like clips of it here and there. Obviously, I haven't watched the full movie, but like, I I don't think I could. It was good. It was good for what it was. I understand why it's like that. I know it was the best they could do with what they had, but I really think they should. Lo- Can we talk about Linus for a second? Because I love Linus so much. This kid wears a shirt with his first initial on it. He wears a shirt that says L. Also, this actor literally acted the hell out of this role. I don't know why he hasn't been doing more more acting because he was incredible in this movie. His ram Bring back or his rampage about um, Mr. Electric send him to the principal's office and have him expelled. <laughs> that was the OG. Um, sorry, my Prada's at the cleaners along with my hoodie. Like. That was the original rant, okay? We would do that in the school hallways 24-7. Like, we ha- all of us had that memorized to a T, okay? He was the blueprint. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite moment um, was when he, like, comes up to Mas- Max and he's like, I'm gonna burst your bubble, your bubble dream. dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally one of the best lines in the franchise. Um, he has all of the best lines, really. He really does. And he, like, you can tell he had so much fun playing that role. That scene with the, um, at the playground where Max gets, like, tangled up in that web yeah. and steals the dream journal is so well done and so well directed and well acted. It's so good. I remember being so terrified of that scene as a kid. It was so scary to me. <laughs> no! <laughs> Not the jungle gym. <laughs> no, but like Linus is such a mood. Linus is like the mean girl character that like, while I want to hate him because he's mean, he's so funny and just so iconic that I can't. He's, just he's so great. entertaining. And then he's Mr. Positive at the end. <laughs> he makes his superhero Mr. Positive because we love a redemption arc. Um, Positivity. All about it. <laughs> I wanted Linus. I will. I wanted Linus to like be friends with Max so bad because yes. like he's so mean. Like, <laughs> when will he understand that? Like, what Max is going through, and then like at the end, I was just like, "Yay!" As a kid, so you're like, finally, yeah. And I feel like we all know a kid like Linus, like that annoying kid that's clearly just insecure, mm-hmm. and it's so real. That was just so accurate. <laughs> I have a very fun ad- anecdote about this. Is um, I there was this kid in my fifth grade class. He had like the same hair as Linus, but longer. Oh, no, all right, and he was exactly like Linus, except he was more annoying well, and less <laughs> cool. Love that. And like, I'm sorry. I don't know what he is doing right now. I'm I'm, I'm wondering. <laughs> Maybe he's he's still Linus. But, like, yeah. he learned to be the cooler Linus. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I remember as a kid, because I, like, since I related to Max so much, I just pretend to be Max when he would annoy me. No. I would just be like, all right, what would Max do in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. See, that's, again, why this movie is so important. Like, it literally taught us how to deal with bullies. Yeah. And it made us all feel better. And also... Can we talk about George Lopez's many roles in this movie? I don't know how they convinced George Lopez to do this. He is fantastic in all of the roles he plays. Um, Mr. Electric 
in the beginning or Mr. Electricidad in the beginning is every single mean teacher that's like does not want to deal with the kids does <laughs> he's, he's like, like oh you're fighting get along you know he's just that teacher that nobody likes um and then he has also has a redemption arc which was really sweet and I really love everything he says in the end but um it's really cute him being so protective of his daughter too and her being the ice princess that can save everyone like that was so empowering to me as a kid because I was like look at this shy small child who's like this random little girl who no one thought was gonna do anything she just stopped Mr. Electric like queen actual queen yeah yeah Yeah, no, Mr. Electricity Dad. He's like one of the only adults in the movie. Yeah. Which like the the balance between like kids and adults in this movie is great. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah. it, it it makes it feel more like a kids movie cuz like literally Definitely. almost everyone is a kid. Yeah. So they literally just blew up his face and put him into like a glass ball. Sorry, my dog's barking. They were like, "We're going to do that. We're, your limbs are going to be made of electrical currents." <laughs> You're like a vocal. Also, the faces he makes when, like, Lava Girl, like, shoots him. (laughs) I don't know what he got paid for that movie, but it wasn't enough. He did such a good job with that role. And what character design has ever been better than that? I. That was just so good. Everything about (laughs) it. Name a better one. I'll wait. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like the. Uh, electric dogs. I don't know what their name is in English. Yes. I forgot, but. Every, and, and that's another thing is this movie is so creative and it stays so on brand. Like all of the electrical cords that were villains and then Shark Boy, instead of being raised by wolves, being raised by sharks is probably my favorite backstory of all time. The fact that he was human and he just grew gills like just because. <laughs> just because. Logic. Yes. That's what happens. I remember watching that and being like, damn, I wish I were him. I wish I could be raised by sharks. I want to be a shark. I want to be a shark. I just want to be a shark. (laughs) The fact that they feed sharks sushi as well. Yes. And and another thing is like, I remember thinking, this is totally, I, I don't, I feel like they set this up to be a TV show almost. Like to be the movie before a TV show. Because Lava Girl her origins are not fully explained enough. And I th- I felt like she could have had so much more. Mm-hmm. So I thought that they were setting up some kind of series. And honestly, I feel like they could make like a edgy teen Riverdale type <laughs> series off of this. And it would be so good. But um, I really wish we would have seen more of Lava Girl's origins. Besides the fact of her just being like a volcano lady. <laughs> volcano lady. Because did she just like, was she just like spawned there? Like, did she just <laughs> pop out of the volcano? Like <laughs> she just spawned. Yeah. She just appeared one day. Also, can we talk about how like Shark Boy's dream song is absolutely yes. fire? Okay. And it's so good. The way that this was such a big meme for so long, um, the dream song is absolutely everything. Like, I I can't even begin to talk about how Shakespeare couldn't even come close, okay? That song is pure poetry. Um, <laughs> like you will put it on and I will feel compelled to just sing and dance yes. to it no literally I do every time I watch the movie I sing along I scream that song from the rooftops um. 
It's so good. Like, you cannot not like it. Honestly. Like, if you don't like this music, you're a reptilian or something like that. You're probably <laughs> an alien. Human. You're not yeah. human. It's it's impossible. Um, I just want to know who, like, signed off on all of some of these things. Like, who was like, this is what we're putting in the movie, you know? Because <laughs> it's honestly so strange and so out there. Like... I just don't understand how it got made. I'm so glad it did, but I just don't understand. I love, like, I want to know who's behind, like, the big tower that Linus is, like, oh sleeping God. on top of. I want to know who, ca- I, I want to know how much of it was his son's idea, specifically when it comes to their final boss fight at the end. <laughs> final boss part. fight. Yes! Um, I think about that at least three times a week. It, it's it's just so out there and so surreal to watch as an adult because you watch it and you're like, who <laughs> did you come up with this? How? Brainstorm? Brain yes. Farts. <laughs> like, the brain's just falling the brain's off. brain's falling and, like, squi- it's so gross, but, um... I love it. It was such a good scene. Can we talk about, like, when Max and Linus, like are doing, like, this thing where they just, like, like, clench their fists and just go and shoot up. earthbending, like, I don't know what that was, but I... I don't know why, but, like, it it translates exactly how, like, when you're having, like, when you're having an argument or you're, like, being annoyed by by another kid as a kid and you just clench your fist and you wish you could just... You could just do the the thing Max and Linus do. It's like, who can go higher? Yeah. I think that, like, really impacted me. Because every time I watch anything with, like, Wanda Maximoff or any anyone with those kind of powers, I'm like, she can just shoot her powers down and fly. I don't know why she's not flying right now. Like, any of that kind of stuff. Anytime I've watched Avatar The Last Airbender and the airbenders didn't do that, I was like, what's the point of being an airbender? Please. Or an airbender. <laughs> like, there's... Why wouldn't you? But it's such a good, it's such a strange fight. And this also, like, what a weird superhero movie to have be your first ever superhero movie. Because, like, this was, I, we didn't have the MCU at this point. This was all we had. So, the great superhero movie. Oh, yes. But, like, this is what superheroes were to us. And, like, I like how they're so nonviolent. Obviously, it's a mm-hmm. kids' movie, but like they really didn't fight very much. Um, yeah, which is pretty cool. Like, yeah. did they even actually like punch each other? Like, no. Yeah, like maybe like CGI. Max sh- was like- way too weak for that. <laughs> Kid could not climb up a rope. Agreed. <laughs> so Unlike- Also, this is like jumping from like the end of the movie to the beginning of the movie, but like. Can we talk about that fucking, that freaking, or as Shark Boy would say, that bleeping, (laughs) (laughs) that bleeping glass scene in the shark rocket? Oh my god. Okay, here's the thing. Um, The shark rocket scene has always bugged me. It's always bugged you. Because of the glasses. Yes. First of all, who asked for gendered glasses? Second of all, if this is Max's world... Why did he not include a second pair of boy glasses? And third of all, 
Who is the girl that they included the extra glasses for? If it's not Max, who? Because it's not Ice Princess. She can't go in the rocket with Lava Girl because they are opposites. They're enemies. They're sworn enemies. So who could it be? That's what I would like to know. We need and to then, know. Does this make us think about... Could that, This is going a little far. Could Max possibly be questioning his gender? And <laughs> I know this sounds a little crazy, but stick with me. Everything in this movie, when you talk about like bisexual lighting, everything in this movie is blue or red for Shark Boy and Lava Girl. They get covered in blue and red frosting. Everyone wears blue or red. It's blue or red. And he's sort of like the middle point between Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Could he be non-binary? I'm going to say so, simply because I relate to his character too much. But I'm... That yeah. is a fair assessment. To be I don't like, know where I got that from, but... That's, that's like a good reading of this, to be honest. Like, <laughs> that's as how me, I'm going to read it. Yeah. I have like this kind of like arc in my life where I I needed like I kind of come came to terms that I could be both masculine and feminine mm -hmm. and I didn't have to conform to either one and I could just like say like you know bleep it and <laughs> <laughs> and just go for it you know like do whatever you want if you want to dress like a guy and then dress like a fairy the other day do it. why not and I felt yeah so like so be honest, I, I definitely see that. Well, yeah, because I feel like he's not necessarily masculine or feminine in this movie. I feel like he's very much the middle ground, and that's why he is the dreamer, you know? Yeah. The daydreamer. That's why he's so powerful. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I feel like, unlike a lot of, like, kids of his age who are, like, obsessed with, like, oh, this is, like, boy things or girl mm -hmm. things. and His like, isn't. His yeah. is, like, very much unisex in the middle. And, like, look at even his his creation of, like, his female character, Lava Girl. Lava Girl is such a strong female character. And so is Ice Princess, who she's so feminine, yet she's so powerful at the same time. It's interesting when you look at the gender dynamics in this yeah. movie. I Max just has really good character development, if you ask yeah. me. And people should just take from him because some character development i've seen in some movies oh boy <laughs> especially like sometimes female ones it's just yeah. like i'm just here because i'm the romantic I'm, interest because i'm pretty yeah hello i'm pretty look at me i'm I here have to be objectified else. what like, oh yeah that's all it is lava girl's arc of thinking that she's evil and finding out that not she's not evil, she's the opposite, was, like, that was so huge for me as a kid. And I felt like that was a really wonderful thing when we're looking at, like, for Max to have thought of that at, what, 12 years old? Like, what an advanced kid. And and to not make Shark Boy, who's the boy raised by sharks, who, like, was barely ever raised by humans not have him have that dilemma but to have lava girl have that dilemma the female character was like a big step because i was like wait a second women can be like evil but also like really powerful in a way that they reject i guess evilness and go their own path you know mm -hmm. i thought that was really interesting i still think it's interesting and again it is i thought this was gonna set up a series because i feel like that would be a really interesting thing to like to explore if we ever got a lava girl series 
Lava Girl spit off. Now, <laughs> please. <laughs> Honestly, like, I was so sure they were going to make sequels off after this, and they never did, besides We Can Be Heroes, which, again, um, is just different. <laughs> it's like, built different. It has so much potential, and I feel like it has such a big fan base that they could make a show now, you know? I'd gladly they have, have like. Different actors, but still. Yeah, I'd gladly have, like, a Lava Girl, like, spin off TV show than. Yeah. What, what, whatever the hell Riverdale is. <laughs> I just want to see like a an edgy teen series with them. Not even edgy, just like them as teen superheroes. I want the same horrible effects. The more awful green screen stuff, the better. Um, I want them to use the same editing technology that they did in two thousand four. <laughs> I just want it to be like that. Hell yeah, I'd watch that. You'd have like two fans all right already so i would watch that on repeat though like it it would get viewed um yeah also with all the babysitting i do you will get even more views that's another thing is like i really want to be able to show this to like younger generations but it's difficult with the cgi being so bad honestly it depends on like the kids um but like I don't know, a lot of kids I babysit, like, if they're like, I don't know what to watch, I will always be like, yes, Shrug Boy or Lava- and Lava Girl or Spy Kids. Yeah. And then they watch it. So you have, like, this type of kid who's like, eh, I don't like it. Nah, nah, nah. But they're like, no matter what you will put, if it's not something that they like and that they want, they will say they don't like it. And then you have, like, other kids who are like, yeah, that's cool, or stuff like that. And then you have some which... My favorite, who are like, who love it so much. Yes. And like, Those they the talk about kids. it all the time. If you're a parent listening to this and you haven't shown your kid Shark Boy and Love Girl, please do. It is such an important movie. Please watch it again and again. <laughs> yeah, watching it also, like, I watched it, like, obviously, like, the French dubbed version in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as oh, a God, kid. That must have been so confusing. <laughs> the dream song in oh, French. Oh my God. What is it? Is it different? Yeah, it is different. How? I need to show you this. Like, there is no words to describe it. Can you, it. like, translate it, sort of? It's Does like... It translate? It's like, yeah, it's it's like, it's about the same, like, equivalent of it. Uh-huh. But, like, Shark Boy in French is still Shark Boy, though, and Lava Girl is still a Lava Girl. Oh, okay. Which... Wait, sorry, I just started watching the dream all of my... <laughs> Why is this like a 50-year-old man dubbing it? <laughs> Why is this so This must have been so confusing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, for information, the French dubbing of Shark Boy is made by a very old-sounding person. <laughs> That's so strange. Anyways. Oh, also, this movie, in this, Taylor Lautner is 13 years old in this movie. He's 17 in Twilight. This is a four-year difference from Twilight. That is so weird. How is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, I think I'll just say, please, 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 if there are any kids in your life, make them watch this movie. Even if they don't want to. It's so good. It is. It's so great. And, like, so far... We don't have the equivalent of this movie 
Just make them watch it. It's great. It makes them dream. It's really good. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Stay spooky. Bye. Bye. The Anatomy of a Scream, Pod Squad.